I mean, I feel like we're given these obstacles, you know, to find out like what we're supposed to do, you mm-hmm. know, and it depends on how, how do we want to handle them? Like, yeah. do we want them to destroy us or yeah. are we going to use it? You know, cause I could have easily just curled up in bed and been like, I'm done, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And that's the greatest thing that I can like tell anybody, like whether you're dealing with a heartbreak or a chronic disease or like just some kind of struggle in your life, mm-hmm. that's where the opportunity lies. Yeah. Like yeah. everyone wants them to just go away, but that's the opportunity to practice everything mm-hmm. you learned. That's like the test. Like yeah. that's when you get to be like, oh, yeah, this is where I get to actually show that I'm a good human and I have, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. this is how I'm going to utilize this and this is how my response is going to be. And I'm going to create more light into the world because mm. every ounce of light we put into the world matters. Hey, it's Emily here. You know that uniqueness you have? I call it the it factor. We all have it, but some of us either really need to identify it or start to empower it. This show is all about giving you the lessons, tools, and principles I've learned after building a nine-figure sales organization, training leaders around the globe, and working alongside of some of the most influential people in this world. So now it's time to de-plug from your outside world and plug into your new world here. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the It's Emily Show. I am here today with an inspiration, a woman who has dramatically shifted me, and I don't think she even knows it. I came across Jesse Golden's Instagram account a few years ago when I was really struggling to find, you know, what is my feminine power when I was searching for ways to be holistic, to be healthier. And this woman is on a mission. She is the CEO of the Golden Secrets. She is a mother. She is a wife. She is an advocate for all things great. And we are here today with her. So let's dive right in. Welcome to the show, Jesse. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to connect with you. Me too. Midwest. Midwest. (laughs) Yes, we found out we're both from the Midwest. Oh, let's dive right in. Like who who is Jesse Golden and how did all this begin? Oh, that's a great question. You know, it's so interesting. I feel like we always, we need to, you know, give ourselves labels so that people understand where we're coming from. Mm-hmm. But I'm also trying to remove the labels. Yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah. so when you ask me who I am, I'm just trying to, the constant theme is just be the light and make every room brighter, mm-hmm. whatever that means. That's like, yeah. whether I'm, you know, being a mom or a wife or running a company or, or being an advocate or, mm. you know, an influencer yeah. and, and, you know, tying all those threads together, just yeah. trying to make the world a better place. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And you're doing it. Oh, you are. You. Your page is amazing <laughs> and it's thought provoking and heart provoking and you're honest. So awesome. Where did, where did this start for you? Like, so you grew up in Chicago. I grew up in Chicago. When, yeah. did, when did you come to LA? What did all that look like? Yeah. So I grew up in Chicago in the eighties, <laughs> which is like, it's such, it was such an interesting, uh, fun time, but like, uh, looking back, like I grew up on like microwave dinners and like yeah. fast food and like that whole thing. But I had a really cool mom. Um, and when I say cool, like she was the owner of a dance studio. She was a single mother. 
She was a boss and she really set the stone, like the page for me of like being this dynamic, like she was both masculine and feminine Uh in my life because she was kind of the mom and the dad, but she also had so much grace. So her Mm -hmm. nails were always done. Her face was always on, like she was always, but she was like also like catching fish and like doing all these like more masculine things. So she kind of like set the stage for who I was. And she, um, allowed me to be me. Like I was a very unusual kid and always connected to spirit. And she never like said, Oh, you were weird. Like, stop doing that. Like she always kind of just was like, that's cool, honey. And, and kind of let me find my way. Yeah. Um, but I grew up dancing in her dance studio ballet, like laid the foundation for everything in my life with Mm. learning dedication and practice. And then, um, I actually went to Florida on spring break when I was 17 and I never came home. <laughs> what? Yeah. I just was like over Chicago, over the cold, yeah, it. over yeah. like, it felt so small minded to me. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just was like ready to get out and, um, went to Florida and I had gone a lot, obviously growing up, like a lot of people, I think in the Midwest yeah. vacation in Florida. And, um, I just ended up staying and kind of, I've been on my own ever since I've always been very independent. Mm. And, um, and then my aunt dragged me to a modeling contest and I started modeling. I did like childhood modeling, which I hated. I always hated modeling, which is interesting. Yeah, My, My whole like career, I really had this love hate with it because it gave me freedom Um, but I just hate, hated that I was just being judged on like Mm -hmm. the way I looked. I just Mm -hmm. thought it was so shallow, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) you know? So, um, but I ended up modeling basically my entire life. That's why I ended up coming to California when I was 21. I eventually came this way and, um, continued to model. Um, and then I unexpectedly got pregnant when I was 26, Okay, gave birth to my amazing son. Who's now 18. Wow. And he's so gorgeous. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. He's, he's such a, he's such a good human. Like he's, mm. he's, he's my greatest teacher. Um, but yeah, in California, uh, throughout that time period, I also became a certified yoga teacher, holistic health practitioner, and kind of went on this whole path, um, what really ignited everything else was, um, I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis when I was Mm -hmm. 29. Mm -hmm. And that really put me on this path of like, just trying to discover like chronic disease and Mm -hmm. why these things happen to so many people. Um, that's what inspired me to eventually write my book and then eventually create my entire line. That was really the base of where everything stems from. Yeah. Wow. What a story. (laughs) What a story. And, and, you know, how has dealing with RS, like, how has that changed you as a woman? Yeah. It's RA. It's, it's, it's insane. I mean, my son is my greatest teacher and RA is my greatest teacher because there's nothing more humbling Mm -hmm. than living with a chronic disease. I mean, everybody has experienced what it's like to be sick. Yeah. And when you're sick, nothing else matters. And it puts you right into the present moment Mm -hmm. and makes you do the work. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, I'm going to take care of myself. What Mm -hmm. do I need to do? I'll do anything to feel better. Yeah. And when you live with a chronic disease, you live in that state. You're Mm -hmm. such a sensitive barometer. So you constantly have to monitor what you're eating and 
the people you're around and the decisions that you make because it shows up on your body. Wow. So it could be a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Like I choose to look at it as, you know, it's, it's a positive thing because mm -hmm. I feel like it really keeps me in line. Yeah. In tune. In tune. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's been the most humbling, challenging yeah. experience of my life for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Continues to be. So that really going down that road, getting into health and wellness, all this that led to the golden secrets. Yeah. I, so I actually started creating my own skincare in high school. Like I was, Whoa. yeah, I was, she's an entrepreneur. I like, know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was first introduced to essential oils in high school and I just fell in love. It was like everyone else was wearing like Calvin Klein cologne or Thank perfume, you, you know, yeah. just whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I was just so enamored by these essential oils and like that it takes the prana from the plant and like mm. it also makes you feel a certain way. Mm. And I noticed that people around me would feel a certain way mm. when I wore certain things. And yeah. I just started creating things for myself. And, um, after I was diagnosed with RA, um, I didn't walk for like a year of my life. I was really sick, like under 90 pounds. And I had already kind of been in the public eye through modeling. So, um, during that time there was no Instagram. I think there was MySpace. <laughs> um, so it was like hard to get my message out. Right. But a lot of people like wanted to know like what was going on with me. So I created a blog called The Golden Secrets. Mm -hmm. And my, in, my, my initial reason for doing that was I was getting like MySpace messages and emails of people wanting to know how I was thriving despite mm -hmm. this diagnosis mm -hmm. or how, mm -hmm. you know, because eventually I was able to, you know, not only walk, but like be on the cover of New York Times and wow. Scorpion and like yeah. the craziest yoga positions and people wanted to know how I was able to do it. And I realized, you know, this was 15 years ago. Nobody was talking about autoimmune disease. Right. And rheumatoid arthritis was associated with like older people. Right. And, um, and I thought, wow, like I, I have to start sharing some of these things, whether it was yoga based or mm -hmm. diet or spiritual practices, anything that had ever helped me, I just mm -hmm. would put it on my blog. Yeah. And then eventually everyone was asking, you know, well, what's that scent you're wearing? Yeah. What's that skincare you're wearing? Or what's yeah. this? And for years that went, that would go on. And um, all my potions that I had made for myself were so sacred to me that mm. I didn't want to share. Yeah. You know, I like, kinda, this is my magic yeah, potion. Yeah. I was like protective yeah. over yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And um, a friend of mine who I really admire in business said, you need to start bottling that stuff. Because uh, every time we would go out, he would hear people compliment me on the uh -huh. scent or something I had on. And, and he's like, you really need to bottle that stuff. And I thought, that is the dumbest idea ever. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and I sat with it and I thought, you know what? Like, I really felt like at that point, like my entire mission was to just share tools that had been working for me. Mm -hmm. And these were one of the main things in my daily rituals wow. that I had been doing for years. So I'm yeah. like, of course I have to share it with everyone, mm -hmm. you know? So I had no intention on being the owner of a skincare brand. Like it wasn't, I would have never thought in a million years, but, um, Supply on demand, I guess. You know? Yeah. What year was this? <laughs> so I launched my first product. I think it was like two, 2015. Okay. But it was just, I had like one product and I think it was on Etsy. Like I wasn't yeah. really, you know, I was just yeah. kind of dabbling. But in 2019, I was like, okay, this is not a hobby. 
this needs mm. to be my full-time attention. Yeah. So in 2019, I like. Which took, is took cool because I think that's around the time I found you. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It just, just, yeah. I remember just seeing these gorgeous imagery, your social, all this stuff come out. And thank you. Yeah. What, what has that been like being a CEO, being a, a, a business owner while you were raising your son, <laughs> you know, is it from home? What does that all look yeah. like? Being a business owner is no joke. I know. <laughs> like, I get it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess I am made for it, but yeah. had I known, I don't know if I would have chose it. Right. To be honest I with you, it. yeah. it's, it's a hustle. It is like it definitely takes a special type of person because you never clock out. Mm-hmm. You wear a thousand hats and you just, you have to be, there has to be something inside of you that motivates you Yeah, because there's so many hiccups. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. Uh-huh. So it's been a constant learning lesson. Um, one of my one of the best things I did was start hiring good people around me, mm-hmm. <laughs> which mm-hmm. I didn't do for a long time because mm-hmm. I just didn't have the money. Same. Yeah. You know? So it's hard to bridge those gaps. Like financially, I think yeah. it's the biggest hiccup with small companies because yeah. big companies just, you already have a team and right. you have PR and everyone's Marketing kind of and, doing things yeah, for yeah. you. But when you don't have that backing, you know, you have to kind of do it all mm-hmm. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's been challenging. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you learn a lot along the <laughs> learn way. So much. Yeah. There's so many people that watch the show that want to build something. They have a side hustle. They're moms. I get a question all the time from women. It's like, how can I be feminine, but I'm operating in business. Mm. Have you had to like learn and grow through that? Mm. What's your thoughts on all that? Yeah. I mean, I definitely feel like business for me is mostly masculine. Yeah. It's very masculine. I mean, when I get to be creative, then that's like the feminine side. But I think, you know, that's also why I chose like a really masculine husband. Yeah. In my relationship, I can be in the feminine. um, Yes. But, but yeah, I feel like it's, it's a very masculine place to be, you know? Absolutely. So what's your day to day look like? You know, because I, I love watching you like that. You clearly are this amazing. Uh, you're so good at yoga. You practice yoga. You've, you've taught yoga for how long are you? I got certified in 2008. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Been like you're just a goddess. Oh, yeah. You're just you. my glowing. Yeah. And you know, I, I feel like for me being in a leadership position, I always go back to feminine things like massage, mm. yoga, mm-hmm. you know, just laying meditating in the sun, whatever. Just it, I help. I feel like it really helps me become more feminine. Yeah. You know, what does your daily practice look like? Cause I know everyone's like, you know, they're ready to they're <laughs> like, know. what does she do? <laughs> I know. Um, well, I think you're right about the rituals and, you know, I think we, t- we, we like preach what we need to like do ourselves yeah. and there's no like accident that I have an entire line based on self-care rituals because it's, I have to remind myself constantly to take care of myself Mm -hmm. because I am a go, 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 go and work, 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 work. So, um, I take a lot of like mini breaks throughout my day. Mm. Um, and it does change based on 
like my needs, which I think is so important. Like I always say ritual over routine. Mm. Um, so just checking in with yourself and seeing what your body really needs. Routine is more like a mindless robotic act that you do no matter what. Yeah. But a ritual is like an intention that you put into it and, and, um, has more mindfulness behind it. But a couple things that I pretty much do regularly is, especially right now, is uh, I've been getting up by making an adrenal cocktail, which is like oh. this. Um, it's basically orange juice with like some little extra things in yeah. there. And and then I make my coffee and I go outside. Like number one thing, getting yeah. outside, first light, opening my eyes to the sky, okay. letting my body receive the sun. Like yeah. I usually bathe naked. Yeah. <laughs> I have this little sunroof. I learned that from you. Oh, good. <laughs> For real. Like I, and I, you know, what, what, what's the term? Yoni baby. Yes. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. It's real. It's just, yeah. it's, it makes sense, you know, before antibiotics, heliotherapy was the number one heliotherapy is sun therapy was like the number one treatment for all disease. Mm. And they still use it in cancer research. Um, It's just, you know, you have to be mindful. I think a lot of people like to misinterpret what I say with sun therapy. Like I'm never advocating getting burned. Right. Um, Your body is so wise that it tells you when it's assimilated enough vitamin D. And Mm. that's right when your body gets flush. And Mm. that's different for everybody based on the melanin in your skin. So Uh. The darker your skin is, the more yeah. time you can spend in the sun without getting burned and the yeah. more time you need in the sun to get efficient vitamin D. Um, but especially allowing the sun to shine in places that normally doesn't get yeah. sun is so healing. Um, and, and for women, especially for like uterine health and mm. to eliminate um, like any kind of yeast infection, it's right. antibacterial. It's, yeah. it's just like, <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's the first thing I do in the morning, which really wakes everything up. But I also love sharing that I think it's so important to open your eyes to the sky Come and look on. far because we're looking close at our computer and our You're phone right. all day long, yeah. looking at blue light, yeah. which is horrible and damaging for your skin. So you want to look far, um, and work those muscles, mm-hmm. um, you know, to, to keep the eyes from getting small. Cause as we get older, our eyes do get smaller. Yeah. So, um, getting out into nature is a huge thing. And then I kind of start that's after I do that, I kind of start getting into work I'll start answering emails yeah. and, and doing all of those things. And then some other like little rituals that I do throughout the day, obviously I'll work out, um, depending on how my body feels like I'll decide. What's your typical workout? So I have like arm weights and ankle weights and I'll usually just do like a ballet or Pilates thing with with them on. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to add some more weights to my workouts lately because I think as you get older, you need, you need, you know, you lose muscle mass. So I also have like eight pound weights that I'll just do like arm exercises mm-hmm. and just like, just like checking my posture. Cause I am on my computer a lot. Uh-huh. So I'll take a lot of breaks and stretch and just open up. I'll hang upside down. Yeah. Hanging upside down is one of my yeah, favorite I things. Yeah, I see you do that. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things yeah. to do. Um, you can get a yoga swing and pretty much hang it anywhere. Okay. So that's, that's, it's a supported inversion, which you know, in yoga, we're going upside down all the time with right. handstands or headstands, but right. 
um, doing it on a yoga swing, it's supported and it really doesn't take too much coordination. Mm-hmm. Like pretty much anyone can do anyone it. Anyone can pra- do it. With a little yeah, practice. Yeah, a little practice. Yeah, a little okay. practice. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, you know, I have my red light. I do my red light every other day yeah. with a meditation. Yeah. I'll do, I'll choose like a visualizing, um, meditation. I'm back on, um, Dr. Joe Dispenza right oh, now. He's so, just, oh, you know, he's just so good. His, his, if anybody needs any free, like yeah. vis- meditations, go on YouTube. There's yes. so many of his yes. amazing, oh. just 30 minutes tune out. Yep. Um, so I'm back on him right now, but I think, I think my, the main point is just taking those micro breaks mm-hmm. and getting out into nature yeah. is what really helps me, yeah. um, stay balanced and, and actually be more productive. Like Joe Dispenza says this, like, if you don't have 30 minutes to meditate, then you should meditate for two hours. Yeah. Like it's true. <laughs> I, it's, if you don't have 30 minutes, you don't have a life. Or, yeah. You know what I yeah. Mean? Like, like yeah, yeah, you need to take that time. It's so true. It's so true. And I feel like when I started to practice that it was less forceful. Mm-hmm. Like, it, you know, when I first started my business first couple of years, I was like, go, go, go. And I, I felt it felt so forced and I just felt like myself just depleting. Mm. And it's like, it doesn't have to be this way. Yeah. Like you're really actually going to end up being more productive. If you have the power of the pause, I feel like you're more creative too. Like you go for a nature walk and oh, you just yeah. get that download. And maybe if you feel funky about an email that came in or a weird Instagram person, it's like, you can reset, (laughs) you know, reset yourself. And it's just so powerful. It's so true. Yeah. Yeah, Oh my gosh. Yeah. So recently, well, I don't know how recent it was, but you found love. Yeah. And it's just been so beautiful to watch. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. It took a hot minute. Yeah, I, <laughs> I get it, girl. Yeah. yeah. I love sharing that too, because yeah. I think it's so many women are like, thank you for sharing. Like uh-huh. I didn't find my partner till I was 39, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I was married previously and me and my ex-husband are still best friends. I'm so proud of that relationship. Yeah. Like we we're always best friends. Yeah. It actually made other people feel kind of weird. They yep. were like, how are you guys like, what is uh-huh. going on here? But it was a very like divine separation. Um, but yeah, I was, uh, I, and then I had a bunch of horrible relationships, mm-hmm. you know, which I've shared a little bit about. And I think I probably will more share more, uh, in time, but like not healthy relationships mm-hmm. at all. And, and quite embarrassing, um, being this empowered woman and being in such an unhealthy relationship. Like it just goes to show you how manipulative (laughs) abusive relationships can be. Cause looking back on it, I'm like, wow, like I wasn't even myself, you know? Um, so I made a conscious decision after that last relationship to just really focus on myself Mm. and heal myself and Mm. love myself. Yeah. And, um, something that I read just like shifted everything for me. It was like the person that's coming in 
um, it's going to basically treat you how you treat yourself. Yeah. And I was like, Oh damn, I'm, I better start treating myself yeah. better because I was really not, I was, right. you know, working too much and I wasn't, you know, taking care of myself. So I really started just loving on myself and raising my vibration and mm. saying yes to more things. Yeah. And I just knew that like, I wanted to be high vibes because I wanted my partner to meet me there. Yes. I think a lot of people get like sad and like in a space of, um, I, what I don't have instead of like everything I do have. Uh And then they kind of get the person that's half. (laughs) Yeah. They get the dud. Yeah. It's like their energy sucks. So they get the lower frequency. So like, what are some things that you would do to be more conscious of that? Oh my gosh. I mean, just everything, like every single decision in my life. I mean, every second of our life, we have a decision of like what station we want to be on. That's the coolest thing. And the biggest opportunities are when that's the last thing we want to do. Mm-hmm. And that's when you put on Whitney Houston, <laughs> you know, or yeah. you put on your favorite song or you call your girlfriend, you shake it out, you dance, you know, you go to dinner, you, yeah. you just, you have to keep moving forward mm-hmm. and keep your eye on the prize. Um, but something so crazy, I remember coming to a place before I met my husband where I was completely content. Oh, like, yeah. I remember going, oh, I have like everything I need. Like, yeah. I don't need anything else. Right. Like, I'm actually fine by myself. Yeah. And I felt so comfortable and so whole. Mm-hmm. And then like a week later, I met him. Wow. You know? Yeah. So I think it's important to like get to that space. Um, I mean, it's not the end all. I feel like you have a lot of relationships mm-hmm. where you might not be in that place and you'll end up doing that work together. Right. But this particular relationship, I'm so grateful because it's, it's, uh, it's the easiest relationship I've ever been in. It, it's just so good. It's very, I mean, there's so much respect and communication and mm-hmm. love and Love and respect. It's effortless, yeah. Love and respect. I feel like as a powerful female, mm-hmm. as a female that lives with massive intention, entrepreneur, all that stuff, it can be somewhat difficult for mm-hmm. myself, other women I talk to, to find men that are going to level up. They're going to be more masculine, uh, but at the same time, be feminine and open, of course. Yeah. Um, but I, I found with so many women, so many speaker women, my friends, they struggle yeah. with that. And, you know, I think some of it is allowing, like allowing. I know that's a big part for me just because of how I was raised with a single mom. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I got it. I got it. Right. When a man comes in and they're like, no, no, I actually want to help you. Right. Like I would tend to push that away. Um, so how was that like a learning process? That's a big one. Yeah. Like I, I did make a conscious effort. I read some book. I can't remember what it was, but it was, it was all about the feminine masculine. And mm-hmm. if you're the masculine, you're going to attract a feminine. Yeah. And I had done that before and it didn't work. Yeah. And, um, and so I remember making a conscious, conscious decision to allow and be more, more receiving, even dressing more feminine. Like I started wearing more dresses, which I don't usually do. Um, and just, and just, yeah, just allowing him to be the man. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but in my particular situation, I think what makes such a huge difference, and this isn't for everybody, but 
my husband was raised by a strong woman. And so he wanted us, like he asked the universe for a strong woman. So that's what he, so I'm so grateful because his mom is like the coolest. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's like, you know. Oh, and, and he's an actor. He's, he's an actor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he he's plays a Viking. He's literally a Viking. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, a yeah. Viking. I know uh, I say he plays a Viking, but like everyone that knows him, we're like, you're just playing yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And does he practice this holistic lifestyle alongside of you? He does. So he, I am so lucky. I am not kidding. Like I wrote a list of the man that I wanted mm-hmm. and everything was on that list. So uh-huh. he was raised in a very conscious family. Like his dad is enlightened and, you know, they, they, you know, his mom started making granola bars for Trader Joe's like in the eighties, like they're very conscious to the point where he was embarrassed when he was young, like that his parents would have these spiritual circles and, you know, be eating granola bars. But now he's like so appreciative and so ahead of the game. Like he's just so like, he's so wise. He's, he's, um, he's done his healing and, and he has no, problem with like expressing his feminine side and and crying and you know it's gorgeous yeah it really is oh I'm so happy for you it's amazing (laughs) it took a minute but I'm finally here Yeah. yeah yeah what like tips or advice would you give someone that maybe they're in the single single lane right now and they desire what you have yeah I would write a list I'm so big on lists like And when I say write a list, I mean every single attribute Mm -hmm. that you want in a partner. Yes. Write it out, get clear, and don't think that anything on there is too ridiculous. Yeah. Like everything. And then what I did, because I'm like into little spells, Uh is you fold it up and you sleep on it. You put it under your pillow. Yes. For a night. Okay. And then you put it in a safe place, like your underwear drawer somewhere, you know, somewhere safe. Yeah. And then you let it go and you Mm. surrender and you let the universe like bring it to you. Totally. Totally. It's a little fun spell to kind of, it's, well, it's so it's intentional. Yeah. It's like your head to, you know, writing it down. You could even probably do a little meditation ceremony with it. I'm so into that. Yeah. Whatever you want to do to make it more of like a ritual. When I did this list, it was with um, I had two of my girlfriends over and we all did it together Oh, it's awesome! and we shared our lists with yeah. each other and we made it like a whole thing. And yeah. then we all, you know, slept on it that night. And then, um, you know, sure enough, I'm trying to think, I think we all ended up getting what we wanted. <laughs> okay. Disclaimer. <laughs> the world's going to be like out there going crazy. Well, oh, I if love it's it. in line with your soul's purpose. Yeah. I believe it will come. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. How did you learn that? Like, have you always been this way? You know what? I have. I've always been like, yeah. I think back about it. And that's why I think back to, I'm so grateful that my mom was the parent that she was mm-hmm. because I feel like all of us come in so connected to the other side mm-hmm. and knowing a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like school and society and all of these other things kind of detach us from our spirit. Mm-hmm. And now, and then we spend the second half of our life trying to reconnect to spirit through yeah. meditation and yoga yeah. and through all these things. So I feel like I've always been really connected to spirit mm-hmm. and I always had a hard time being a human, Yeah, <laughs> being grounded in this body. How do I use yeah. this body in this life to be like the best I can be. Yeah. 
And that I always feel like was my struggle, but like the spiritual stuff just always, I was mm-hmm. always into it and, and drawn to it mm-hmm. and it felt like home. Yeah. yeah. I can relate to that for sure. Like sometimes when I'm out there in the world, I feel like an alien. <laughs> yeah. You know, are you, are you an empath? Are you an introvert? Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did, you know, um, when I first did my blog, what was that like 15 years ago, I was writing blog posts on, on being an empath mm. and, um, 100% an introvert. Like there's these, this beautiful story that I love talking about introvert and extrovert. It's like an introvert, goes out of the house with all their money in their pocket and comes home with their pockets empty. Yeah. And an extrovert goes out with no money and comes home with all the money oh in their God, pocket. That's such a way to phrase it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like a different in, you know, energy, but you learn to be, you learn to like figure out mm-hmm. what works for you. Cause when I'm around certain people, I don't feel that way. Yeah. I actually do get energized. Yeah. It's just certain people. So as you get older, you learn to set boundaries. Yes. You know, and it's okay. Like boundaries are okay. It doesn't mean you're a bad person, you know? Oh, they're so good. Yeah. So that's exactly what I've learned. Some people disrupt my spirit a little bit. I just get so drained and other people, I feel like we don't even need to talk and we can just be, and there's just this beautiful acceptance energy and that's all I think just having a high intuition, which I feel like you're super intuitive. That's why you know, I feel like even with your book, like putting all this stuff that you've tried that you've probably intuitively knew, like, I want to heal my body this way. And then wrapping it all in this book, you know, comes from spirit, comes from your intuition, all that, which is so awesome. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we're given these obstacles, you know, to, to find out like what we're supposed to do, you Mm -hmm. know, and it depends on how, how do we want to handle them? Like, do we want them to destroy us or are we going to use it? You know, cause I could have easily just curled up in bed and been like, I'm done, (laughs) you know, but I, it motivated me and, and, and it excited me. I was like, wow, okay. I can, I'm, I'm able to, cause I went to school after I was diagnosed, but I learned more having a chronic disease than I did going to holistic health school. Okay. So, you know, I, that's why I choose to look at it as a gift. And, um, and I feel like I was given it to help other Mm. people and to share what I've learned, you know, for sure. I mean, I know a lot of people that have diseases that Mm. have just, they just stay in their house. I mean, you just Mm. watch the years go by. Yeah. It's so much of it is your mental, your mindset. It's all mindset. Yeah. It's all mindset. And that's the greatest thing that I can like tell anybody, like whether you're dealing with a heartbreak or a chronic disease or like just some kind of struggle in your life, Mm -hmm. that is the opportunity. That's where the opportunity lies. Like everyone wants them to just go away, but that's the opportunity to practice everything Mm -hmm. you learned. And that's, that's like the test. Like that's when you get to be like, Oh yeah, this is where I get to actually show that I'm like, good human. And I have, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. this is how I'm going to utilize this. And this is how my response is going to be. And I'm going to create more light into the world because mm. every ounce of light we put into the world matters. Amen. You know? Yes. 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 What do you do on a day where you're down? 
Oh, that's. I feel like you just sparkle. So it's so funny. I had a tough day yesterday. Did you? You know what I did? What? I went outside and I hugged a tree. Uh, <laughs> no, it's beautiful. Yeah. I give it to. I give yeah. it to Mother Nature. Yeah. I just give it like that's my go-to. Whether I used to live on the beach, so I would go, you know, stand in the sand and like mm. just have those negative ions like directly on your feet. It just absorbs everything. Yeah. Um, touching the earth, hugging a tree. I think it's important to like allow things to pass through you yeah. instead of holding on to it, you know? So if you're having a tough time, acknowledge it. Yeah. Let it out. Yeah. And then move on. It's yeah. when we sit in that space that it can become really toxic. Right. You know, avoid, avoid, yeah. work some more. Yeah. You don't address it. You don't communicate. Right. I know that I used to do that in relationships where mm. I was like, I don't do drama, so I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> when in reality, like it festered and oh, it exploded. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. yeah. Acknowledge it yeah. and then, you know, reassess. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> How is all this like, I feel, and obviously I don't know your son, yeah. you know, but I feel like I've watched a little bit of it, his journey and you guys seem so close. We are. Yeah. Like, well, we are, you know, because he was raised by me, yeah. you know, um, my ex-husband was obviously involved a little bit, but, um, you know, it, it's a blessing because I've cho I chose to look at that as a blessing too. His yeah. birth dad was not involved. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think it, it, it enabled us to be really close and mm. there was no one for him to like pin. I think mm. sometimes when there's two parents, the kid can like learn to manipulate. For sure. <laughs> no, for sure. There yeah. was none of that. There was no one to like put on a show for because it was just him and I. Uh, so like we always had just a really good relationship. Um, and now he's 18, which is crazy. Yeah. And Yeah. I think I, I heard one time in one of your interviews, like you were modeling, you were like breastfeeding, <laughs> like how, you know, my heart, cause my mom, I'm the baby yeah. and she made it happen. Yeah. And so like for single mothers, you know, but I remember hearing something about that in an interview where you like modeling and oh, yeah. you had him and you were showing up at a, at a, at a gig and you had to like breastfeed or it was insane. Yeah. Like, I don't know how I did it. Cause I had no financial support or physical support. So I, I would actually clean my friend's houses, like just to get like tokens for them to watch Cleo in case I needed them. Wow. So I would just like, don't pay me. Let me just give me the keys. I'm just going to clean your house for you at work. So I would do little things like that, bring Cleo with me and just go clean their house really quick and then I can like have these like tokens add up because I couldn't really like afford, you know, um, a, a sitter either. Right. So um, I would drag him on auditions with me. I breastfed him till he was four. So there was a lot of breastfeeding going on, whether I was pumping at work or, you know, bringing him with me if yeah. I was able to bring him with me. Um, yeah, I don't know how I did it. I, I Looking back, I... It was, it was very unhealthy because I think I was living in survival mm -hmm. for about 10 years. Mm -hmm. I was literally in fight or flight yeah. all the time, yeah. which, you know, probably could have triggered the RA as well. Yeah. Just being in that constant state of stress. Um, but that also gave me like the, the adrenaline and the, the energy I needed to get right. through it. Right. Cause it was crazy. But wow. my, my, 
he was my main motivation yeah. for everything. Yeah. Like, you know, luckily I, I was able to support him through modeling and it enabled me to be a full-time mom. I always said I was a full-time mom and a model, like I made a living as a model, yeah. but like I wasn't working every day. Right. So I got to be with him all the time. And then, um, you know, the hardest time was actually when I started the golden secrets and thank goodness he was older and you yeah. know, had his own friends and, and was busy doing his own thing because, you know, I was working a lot mm -hmm. trying to create that. Ugh. Well, you're a beautiful role model. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I and mean, that's the thing. <laughs> I, I, I talked to my mom sometimes and I took her, like my mission now is to give back to her, you know, mm -hmm. and, and she had a moment and she like cried with me and she's like, I'm so sorry. I wasn't there more. And I'm like, mom, I learned my work ethic mm -hmm. and I learned how to love because of you mm -hmm. like love deep mm -hmm. and just make something out of nothing. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's what, it's what they catch, you know? Oh, it's so true. I think, I think parents are so hard on themselves. Um, and I even have to remind myself, but like even Kaleo like chose this life and to not have mm -hmm. his birth dad. Cause for a long time I tried to make that work. And then I eventually I realized, well, I can't control this other human yeah. if he wants to be in, in his life or not, you know, yeah. that all I can do is be the best mom I can be. Right. Um, but those set of circumstances that he was given is what actually created the amazing human he was. Mm -hmm. And that includes like, like you were just saying, like me being a single mom, looking back, I'm like, Oh, I wish I could have enjoyed some of those moments a little bit more or been more hands-on, yeah. but I don't know if he would have been as independent as he is now. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. So there's like those things where yeah. you're like, you know what, Th this is the way it was supposed to yeah. be. It, yep. Everything is always working out. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. Oh, we'll switch gears like a little bit because I'm so obsessed with your products. Your, the packaging is unbelievable. Thank the you. oils. Thank you. Uh, what is, what does this body oil do? You know, I'm into gua sha. I see you have a gorgeous stone. Thank you. I'm actually, uh, I also saw you have like body gua sha. Like, yes, we need to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like all this stuff is yeah. super natural. You, it's like you're aging backwards. Okay. Yeah. And you do it, you do this all so naturally. Thank and you. so, and obviously some of these tips are in the book, right? Um, What's all in the there's, book? there's, that's mostly, there's like, it's so interesting. There's not so many like beauty things, but I, you know, obviously if you're, if you're healthy on the inside, like yeah. that's also going to shine out yeah. on the outside. But there's a lot of like unconventional practices in my book that I talk about. Um, a lot of unusual rituals, yeah. um, that you can do at home, which are really cool. Some fun recipes like yeah. color therapy and Ooh. sound therapy and, um, wearing jewelry, what it means in your body, yeah. like some really cool things that still aren't talked about that are really fun. And, but whether it's my book or, or the products, everything's really based on mother nature and ancient wisdom. Like I didn't really, I didn't like invent anything new. I just took from ancient formulas that have, you know, been yeah. around forever and, um, using oils like heliochrysum and rose hip and, mm. um, all, you know, beautiful, um, plant botanicals and everything's organic and yeah. natural and non-toxic and the gua sha stones, um, I was first introduced to body scraping when I was healing with rheumatoid arthritis. My okay. Chinese medicine doctor would use gua sha on my hands to bring blood to the surface. Okay. So they believe that wherever you have stagnant energy, stagnant blood flow, that's where like the issues are, whether it's like a sore joint 
for um, an issue in the skin yeah. or a bruise or, you know, even cellulite stretch marks. Mm -hmm. It's like a break in the chi, like the vital life force. So gua sha originally started with body scraping and then we kind of turned it on to, you know, with the face and everything. But the stone that I chose to use was the same stone that was, it was originated with being stone. Okay. And that in itself is so healing and so powerful. The stone has uh, healing trace elements and negative ions. And, um, it's, it's such a beautiful practice, um, to do with, you know, the oils. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do it every day? I don't do it every day. I go through phases yeah. where I'll get into like a sequence of things yeah. and I'll be like, okay, I'm doing this yeah. all the time, right? you know, and then I'll kind of go off for a little bit and then I'll be like, oh, I need to work on this. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think, I think at least once or twice a week to mm -hmm. keep, to keep things moving, yeah, maybe. to keep the flow the flow yeah. moving. No flow, no glow. No flow. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. You are our glow queen. You literally are our glow queen. <laughs> thank you. I'm so grateful for how you show up Aww, in the world. Thank you. You're like the definition of resilience. Aww. You are. Thank yeah, you. It's it's really inspiring to watch. And thank you're, you so you're much. a gift. And where can people connect with you? So I think social media is, you know. Instagram is the easiest, uh, but I'm, I'm on TikTok a lot. Are you now? Oh okay. yeah. She's got her TikTok game. <laughs> I'm on TikTok okay. a lot. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm enjoying TikTok actually. You know, the algorithm on Instagram is. Oh, it's a funny one. Yeah. Uh, I like TikTok because, um, uh, I don't know. I feel like you could share in a more organic way. Yeah. It doesn't have to be so curated. Right. And the videos get shown to you based on what you like. So yeah. even if you posted something 10 weeks ago, you know, it could pop up on your feed. Right. So I, I like that. Um, but yeah, and then the goldensecrets.com is, is my skincare. And then I actually just launched jessiegolden.com where I share like, which was the actual original golden secrets. Yeah. Anything and everything that I love okay. outside of the golden secrets, Ooh. like all yeah. my biohacking stuff and supplements and Fun. all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're running there. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you for being here. Thank you so yeah, much. I feel like for I just gained another friend. I know. I'm so excited. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you. Thank you.